Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of the Gospel According to Stupid, the only uh, podcast that is actually going from cover to cover of the Bible uh, with myself, dumb idiot, uh, at the helm. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, as always, some business we have to take care of. Uh, if you like this particular podcast, please leave a rating on Apple uh, Podcasts. Uh, leave a review if you can. Star it, whatever you gotta do. Um, you can send an email off to accordingtostupid at gmail.com and you can find us on the Twitter sphere uh, at accordtostupid. It's all in the show notes. Super rad. Okay, man. Uh, and again, how we usually start off this particular thing, in proving that this place is uh, an international podcast, which is kind of rad, uh, we're going to see the top ten uh, countries that are listening to this awesome motherfucking uh, podcast and things. And there's a lot of you, as it turns out. Holy shit. Um, so, number ten, all right, uh, is Turkey. Hello. Number nine, Romania. Number eight, South Africa. I think you guys fell off and then came back on. And a bunch of newbies on this one, too. Seven, El Salvador. Six, Argentina. Number five, Indonesia. Number four, the Russian Federation. Hello. Uh, number three, Mexico. Number two, Spain. And numero uno, U.S. of A. Now then, um, just because U.S. of A is at the top and it is going to be at the top does not mean that we aren't going to list your top cities. Uh, that are listening to this particular podcast. So, um, here we go, everybody. So, number 10, we have San Miguel, El Salvador. We have number 9, Bismarck, North Dakota, and United States. Uh, number 8, holy shit, Novosibirsk. Novosibirsk? Uh, <laughs> Russian Federation. Number 7, San Salvador, in El Salvador. Uh, we have Pretoria, in, in uh, South Africa. Uh, we have Juarez, Mexico. Wow, we're getting a lot of top towns. Quincy, Illinois. Hello. Valencia, Spain. Vilnius. Vilnius? Vilnius. Uh, Lithuania, number two. I don't remember Lithuania being in the top ten. Huh. And numero uno, Meridian, Idaho, uh, at the top spot. So how to get on the top spots for your city, uh, you just got to share with your friends, man. Just tell them what the hell is going on. And next thing you know, kabam, you're good to go. Okay, so what the hell happened last time? Um, it seemed like we're still having this big old fight between, um, not Samuel, but we have uh, Saul and um, and we got David just doing their thing, um, and it's and it's tough, man, uh, because both of them are like, hey, man, like, are you God's chosen? Because I feel like I'm God's chosen. Well, maybe you are. Maybe I'm. Not. And there's the the test that was last time, as I recall, was that I could have killed you, but didn't. Which I can kind of completely understand why that didn't go over nearly as well as it probably should have. Um, but it seems like Saul uh, was like, hey, oh, I get it. I got it. You know what? I'm not this anymore. Right? Is that what I got? Okay. Anywho, um, we're moving on. Uh... 1 Samuel chapter 25, and we are reading it from KingJamesBibleOnline.org and also using BibleHub.com uh, to help us out with all the weird stuff. So, um, yeah, here we go. 25. And Samuel died. Fuck. And all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him and buried him in the house of, at Ramah. Cool. And David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. 
I'm sure there should be an A next to that, or an A-H and Piranha. <laughs> and there was a man in Maon whose possessions were in Carmel. And the man was very great, and he had three thousand sheep and a thousand golds, and he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. Wow, this guy's busy. Now, the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife, Abigail. Hmm. And she was a woman of good understanding and of a beautiful countenance, but the man was churlish and evil in his doings. Uh, and he was of the house of Caleb. I thought we liked Caleb well before. Huh. All right, fuck it, whatever. We keep on ch changing sides with God. Um, and David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did shear his sheep. Neat. Who gives a shit? And David sent out ten young men, and David said unto the young men, Get you up to Carmel, and go to, to Nabal, and greet him in my name. And thus shall ye say to him that liveth in prosperity, so basically, if you do this and you want to keep living, Peace be both to thee, and peace be to thine house, and peace be unto all that thou hast. That's nice. Why are you telling him this? And now I have heard that thou hast shearers. Now thy shepherds, which were with us, we hurt them not, neither was there aught missing unto them, all the while they were in Carmel. Fun. Uh, ask thy young men, and they will shew thee, wherefore let the young men find favor in thine eyes, for we come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh to thine hand unto thy servants and to thy son David. And when David's young men came, they spake to Nabal according to all those words in the name of David, and ceased. And Nabal answered David's servants, and said, Who is David, and who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants nowadays that break away every man from his master. That's a fair enough, like, observation of, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just doing my own thing over here, man. Um, I know you guys and the Philistines are having this big old fight and shit, but, you know, just me and my bunches of goats and sheep and shearing said things and whatever. Like, I got my hands full here. Uh, shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have not killed for my shearers and give it unto men whom I know not whence they be? This guy's pretty... Like, hey, why should I do... Fuck off. Like, why should I give anything for you guys when I'm doing enough as it is? So David's young men turned their way and went again and came and told him all those things. And David said unto his men, Gird ye on every man his sword. Oh, shit. And they girded on every man his sword. And David also girded on his sword. And there went up after David about 400 men and 200 abode by the stuff. By the stuff. All right. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master, and he uh, railed on them. Okay. But the men were very good to us, good unto us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as we uh, conversant with them when we were in the fields. Conversant, I guess is the word. So, like, hey, they didn't do anything bad, but you know, they just came and talked to us. Uh, they were a wall unto us both by night and day, all the while we were with them, keeping the sheep. Now therefore know and consider what thou wilt do, for evil is determined against our master, and against all of his household, for he is such a son of Belial. Huh, well, fuck, that a man cannot speak to him. Well, fuck, we didn't know this. Lead, quit burying the lead. Then Abigail made haste and took two hundred loaves and two bottles of wine. Seems disproportionate, and five sheep ready-dressed, and five measures of parched corn, and a hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of figs, and laid them on asses. Eh. 
And she said unto her servants, Go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she told not her husband Nabal. So Abigail's making peace, I guess. Even though what's going on right now is not necessarily something for war, and I really hope people don't fucking die. Because mostly that's just dumb. But it's probably going to happen. So, uh, and it was so, as she rode on the ass, mm, that she came down by the covert of the hill. And behold, David and his men came down against her, and she met them. Hi. Now David uh, had said, Surely in vain have I kept all that this fellow hath in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained unto him, and he hath requited me evil for good. Cool. So, uh, more... So and more also do God unto the enemies of David. Oh, well, yes. And if I leave of all that pertain to him by the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. Woo! Okay, and if I leave all that pertain to him in the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. Um. Okay, so, again, what does David have against this Nabal guy? Like, really, he's just fucking off and doing his own thing. Hang on. Okay, yeah, what, what, I just don't get it. Why, why are we fucking around with this dude who has a bunch of stuff? And I get it, you gotta feed your own people. But, what is it gaining us? Like, what has Nabal really done, other than being kind of an ass? Like, and kind of, like, oh, he serves Belial, apparently. Like, it doesn't seem (laughs) quite right. And also, why this guy? Just so we can get Abigail, who seems to be a good wife and trying to be peaceable and diplomatic and so on, as opposed to like, fuck you, nobody. Because he doesn't know who this David guy is. What does he care? Um, I don't know. I don't get it. Someone can explain it to me. Anywho. And when Abigail saw David, she hastened and lightened off the ass mm, and fell before David on her face. Pow! and bowed herself to the ground, and fell at his feet, and said, Upon me, my lord, upon me, let this iniquity be, and let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak in thine audience, and hear the words of thine handmaid. Okay. Let on my lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. Okay. But I, thine handmaid, saw not the young men of my lord, whom thou didst send. Okay. Again, what did it really matter? You sent ten dudes to go talk with them, and then you got really offended, now you want to kill some motherfuckers. What's wrong with you, David? Now therefore, my lord, as the lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, seeing the lord hath withholden thee from coming to shed blood, and from avenging thyself with thine own hand, now let thine enemies, and they that seek evil to my lord, be as Nabal. Alright, dumb and complacent and doing their own shit. Yeah. And now, this blessing which thine handmaid hath brought unto my lord, let it even be given unto the young men that follow my lord. Okay. I pray thee, forgive the trespass of thine handmaid, for the lord will certainly make my lord a sure house, because my lord fighteth the battles of the lord, and evil hath not been found in thee all thy days. Dude, I fucking... (sighs) 
Okay, so she's talking about Nabal there, even though she's like, oh, he fights on the side of the Lord, and yet we keep throwing things out there like, oh, he serves Belial, and maybe in the service of Belial is like a term of like, he's just an asshole, you know, whatever, that's fine. It, maybe it's lost in translation here, I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> again, why are we even pestering this random asshole? Like, what's the point? Yet a man is risen to pursue thee, and seek thy soul, but the soul of my Lord shall be bound in a bundle of life with the Lord thy God, and the souls of thine enemies, them shall he sling out, as out of the middle of a sling. Ah, that's funny, she clearly has heard about this David fellow. Hmm. And it shall come to pass when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he hath spoken concerning thee, and shall have appointed thee ruler over Israel. Nabal doesn't give a shit! That this shall be no grief unto thee, nor offense of heart unto my lord, either that thou hast shed blood ca causeless, which mm, seem in that way, or that my lord hath avenged himself. Well, here's the hope, <laughs> but he's not. But when the lord shall have dealt well with my lord, then remember thine handmaid. Okay, so Abigail's playing the good hand here of just being like, hey, man, like, if he actually did anything, you can blame me. And if he has really done anything, I know you came here not to shed blood uh, without some sort of cause. Um, or, you know, if you do, I really hope you don't shed blood. Or if you do, I hope my lord kills you. Uh, or if not, uh, I hope you, God deals well with you. And remember me for trying to keep you from murdering Rando Nabal. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. Good start. Which sent thee this day to meet me. Well, eh. and blessed be thy advice, and blessed be thou, which has kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with mine own hand. Why is he mad? And for in very deed as the Lord God of Israel liveth, which hath kept me back from hurting thee, except thou hadst hasted to come to meet me, surely there had not been left unto Nabal, by the morning light, any that pisseth against the wall. Who gives a fuck who's peeing on walls? So David received of her hand that which she had brought him, and said unto her, Go up in peace to thine house. Uh, see, I have hearkened to thy voice, and have accepted thy person. It only took you taking four hundred people and a bunch of fucking food. Uh, and Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he held a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. I bet if you fucking talk to him, and Nabal's heart was very was merry within him, for he was very drunken. Well, you know. Therefore, uh, wherefore, she told him nothing, less or more, until the morning light. Okay. Still, like, even if he didn't know who David was, he still held a pretty great gathering. So why are we holding this shit against him? But it came to pass in the morning, when the wine was gone out of Nabal, and his wife had told him of these things, that his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. What the actual fuck? And it came to pass after ten, ten days after, the Lord smote Nabal that he died. Wait, so he was a stone for ten days, and then he eventually died? What in the actual shit? And why is this? Okay, whatever. Fuck it. I was on Nabal's side, even though I was on David's well before this, but David kind of started shit in the bed. And this seems real back-ass So, all right, cool, 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 cool. Let's see what the fuck happens as I slowly sign myself away from people I'm supposed to be fucking rooting for. 
And when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord! You Fuck you, buddy! And that hath pleaded for the cause of reproach with the hand of Nabal, and hath kept his servant from evil. What? They, they gave you a motherfucking feast, you asshat! For the Lord hath returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his own head. Really? What evil? And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to him to wife. Fuck you! And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel... They spake unto her, saying, David sent us unto thee to take, uh, to take, to take thee to him to wife. Okay, hold on. We're going to read that a second time, because this is fucking downright stupid. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spake unto her, saying, so these servants of David showed up and like, hi, David sent us to thee to take thee to him to wife. Her husband is motherfucking dead. And whether she liked him or not, it seems kind of awful just to wait 10 days before he, you know, really super dies. And then, like, literally, I know he becomes a stone, but his body was probably cold. But at the time, man, come the fuck on. And she arose and bowed herself on her face of the earth and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servant of my Lord. Okay. All right. Abigail's happy. And Abigail hastened and arose and rode upon an ass with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. What about the other five? David also took uh, Hinoam of Jezreel, and they were also of them his wives. So he had two wives. Uh, it's in the Bible. Having multiple wives is a, apparently a good thing. But Saul had given Michal, his daughter, David's wife, to Falti, the son of Laish, which was of Galim. Oh, yeah, David was already married before. Oh, uh, we just kind of fucking forgot about that. <laughs> Poor Michal. <sighs> David unsold himself in one chapter, man. All right, let's see if he can get it back in this one and probably the next fucking Samuel. Probably. God knows. All right, 26, man. And the Zephites came unto Saul to Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself in the hill of Hachilah, which is before Jeshimon? I thought we stopped, like, fighting him. Then Saul arose and went into the wilderness of Ziph, having 3,000 chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. I thought we were already through this. And Saul pitched in the hill of Hakila, which is before Jeshimon, by the way. Ah, that was in there. But David abode in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness again. David therefore sent out spies and understood that Saul was come in very deed again. And David arose and came to the place where Saul had pitched. Uh, and David beheld the place where Saul lay, and Abner, the son of Ner, the captain of his host, and Saul lay in the trench, and the people pitched round about him. Cool. Then answered David and said to Ahimelech, the Hittite, uh, and to uh, Abishai, the son of Zeruai, uh, brother to jo uh, who gives a fuck? Brother to Zob, Job, Joab saying, Who will go down with me to Saul to the camp? And uh, Abishai said, I will go down with thee. Cool. Uh, so David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping within the trench, and his spear stuck in the ground at its bolster. And Abner, uh, but Abner and his people lay around, uh, lay round about him. Um, and then uh, Abishai, uh, then she said Abishai to David, 
right in the fucking middle of his fucking tent. God hath delivered thine enemy to thine hand this day. Now therefore let me smite him, I pray thee, with the spear even to the earth at once. Rad. And I will not smite him the second time. Fair enough. And David said to Abishai, Destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Probably you, buddo. David said furthermore, As the Lord liveth, and the Lord shall smite him, or his days shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish. So why did we even sneak into this fucking camp, you dumb fucking piece of shit? Ah, mad at this kid. Uh, And Lord, the Lord forbid that I should stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed. Then why are we here? But I pray thee, take now, take thou now the spear that is at his bolster, and the curse, and the cruise of water, and let us go. Ah, we are being thieves. So we steal in the Bible as opposed to kill, even though the Lord told us not to only a couple of books ago. Just saying. So David took the spear and the cruise of water from Saul's bolster, and they got them away, and no man saw it, nor knew it, uh, neither awaked. For they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord was fallen upon them. Uh, Then David went over to the other side and stood at the top of a hill afar off, a great space being between them. Seems like God's hopping sides again. And David cried to the people and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Answerest thou not, Abner? Then Abner answered and said, Who art thou that cries to the king? (laughs) Fair enough. And David said to Abner, Art not thou a valiant man, and who is like to thee in Israel? Wherefore then hast thou not kept thy lord the king? And there came one of the people in to destroy the king thy lord. Yeah. This thing is not good that thou hast done. As the Lord liveth, ye are worthy to die, because ye have not kept your master, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is in the cruse of water that was at his bolster. And Saul knew David's voice and said, Is this thy voice, my son David? <laughs> I wasn't hunting you. I was searching for you. And David said that it is my voice, you dumb son of a bitch, my lord, O king. And he said, Wherefore doth my lord thus pursue after his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in mine hand beyond I stealing your spear and shit? Now therefore I pray thee, let my lord, the king, hear the words of his servant. If the lord have stirred against me, stirred thee against me, let him accept an offering. But if they be the children of men, ah, that's a good term, cursed be they before the Lord, for they have driven me out this day from abiding in the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go, serve other gods. Fun. Now therefore, n- uh, let not my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord. For the king of Israel is come out to seek a flea, as when one doth hunt a partridge in the mountains. We've been fucking through this particular part, it seems twice. Uh, Then said Saul, I have sinned, return, my son David, for I will no more do thee harm, because my soul (sighs) was precious in thine eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool, and have erred exceedingly. No shit. And David answered and said, Behold the king's spear, and let one of the young men come over and fetch it. I'm going to put it in their belly. The Lord render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today, but I would not stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed. (sighs) This is fraught with just contradictions. 
And behold, as thy life was as set by this day in mine eyes, uh, so let my life be set in thine the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Yeah, good plan. Kill Saul. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be thou, my son David. Thou shalt do uh, both. Thou shalt both do great things, and also shalt thou prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. What a useless fucking chapter! Ah, uh, uh. oh, my soul. All right, sorry to waste your time, guys, but this was kind of a bad chapter, I think. Um, thank you for listening, regardless. Uh, if you can, please leave a review, send an email, or find me on the Twitter sphere and say hi. Uh, as it turns out, much like Aaron Menke, I like it when people say hi. It's pretty great. Um, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it, and you've been, uh, you've been gospel to by the stupid. <laughs>